and today we're going to look at the drainer. I want a little audience participation to begin the message, so everybody say, come on, everybody say, VDP. Oh, that was weak, that was weak. Everybody shout, VDP. Uh-huh, you're down with VDP? Yeah, you know me. Okay, I'm going to leave the rapping to Isaac. Didn't Isaac do awesome, man? Isaac is awesome. Love Isaac. Um, Isaac is not only a rapper, but he's on our video team. He's a full-time staff member and helps with all of our video stuff and our creative arts department. So just appreciate all of our, all of our team and all their gifts and talents they use for the Lord. VDP. What does that stand for, Pastor? It stands for very draining people. How many of you have a friend that's a VDP or you got a coworker that's a VDP or you got a family member that's a VDP? How many of you, come on, how many of you know somebody that is a VDP? Come on, come on. How many of you brought that VDP to church with you today? Hey! V-D-P. I want to start out this message by giving you the premise, by giving you the crux of the message right up front. Just want to just come out the gate, wham, and just give you, here's what I want to talk to you about. Here's what this message is all about today. When God wants to bless your life and future, how does he do it? He sends people into your life. When the devil wants to destroy your life and future, how does he do it? He sends people into your life. You see, who you surround yourself with will determine your future. The wrong relationships will pull you backwards. The right relationships will push you forward. Let's get a little scriptural context here for what I want to dial into and teach you about today. Proverbs chapter 27 and verse number 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. The right people will push you forward. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33, Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. The wrong people will pull you backwards. The scripture says in Proverbs 13 and verse number 20, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get into trouble. The right relationships will push you forward. The wrong relationships will pull you backwards. And today we're going to talk about VDPs, very draining people. And today I want to study Samson and Delilah. If you're new to Bible study, you're new to looking at the scriptures, Samson was a Nazarite set apart to God, and he was very powerful. He was the strongest man perhaps that's ever lived on planet Earth. He had supernatural strength that was given to him by God all. 
Almighty. So with that in the backdrop, that Samson's strongest man who ever lived, and he was raised up by God to defeat the Philistines, enemies of God. And so he was raised up for that very point of his life to deal with the enemies. The scripture says this in Judges chapter 16 and verse number four. It says, sometime later, Samson fell in love. I could pause right there and preach about 15 or 20 minutes. Watch who you fall in love with. Watch who you fall into friendship with. Watch who you fall into a business partnership with. Watch who you fall into a relationship with. He fell in love with a woman named Delilah who lived in the valley of Sorek, the rulers of the Philistines went to her and said, entice Samson to tell you what makes him so strong and how he can be overpowered and tied up securely. Then each of us will give you 1,100 pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, please tell me what makes you so strong and what, and what it would take to tie you up securely. And on three occasions, Occasion, she asked Samson what the secret of his strength was. And Delilah, she began to whine. She began to complain. She began to nag because he would not tell her the truth. The first time Delilah went to Samson and said, what is the secret of your strength? Samson tells Delilah, if you will tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings, I will lose my strength. And guess what happens? When Samson falls asleep, Delilah ties him up with seven fresh bowstrings, and Samson woke up, but he still had his strength. So she began to complain some more. She began to whine some more. She began to nag some more. So Samson told her the second time, if you will tie me up with new rope, I will lose my strength. Guess what? When he falls asleep, Delilah ties Samson up with new rope. And Samson awakes, and he has not lost his strength. And Delilah begins to complain again. She begins to whine again. She begins to nag again. So on a third occasion, Samson tells Delilah, if you will weave the seven braids of my head with, with, with fabric, in them and tighten it up, I will lose my strength. Guess what happens? When he falls asleep, Delilah weaves his seven braids with fabric, fabric, tightens it up, but Samson does not lose his strength. Each time when Samson tells Delilah what she thinks is the secret of his strength, she begins to do the very thing he tells her. And when she doesn't get the truth, she whines, she complains, she murmurs. How many of you know that Delilah was a VDP? Yeah, yeah, she's a VDP. She's a very draining person. The right relationships will push you forward. The wrong relationships will pull you backwards. Your relationships will make you or break you. Who are the drainers in your life? Who are the VDPs in in your life? Perhaps... One of the VDPs you deal with on a regular basis is a negative person, and they're just always negative. They always see the glass half empty. Every time you talk to them, it's just bad. It's just negative. You could be having a great day. I mean, life is good, and you see the very draining person, negative, and you talk to them, and like, how are you doing? You're like, I'm doing awesome. It's been a great day. Oh, oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's bad. Oh, the sky is falling. Oh, the world is horrible. And you leave depressed. 
you like you came in happy you know you're like no yeah yeah it's bad and it's bad bad day bad and you negative people can suck the life out of you very draining people and maybe maybe the vdp in your life is a critical person you have anybody in your life that's always critical of you no matter what you do it's going to be critical they're going to be critical they're always fault finding look at you why'd you say that why'd you do that why are you wearing it? Look at them socks you're wearing. You know what I mean? This is fine. They just pick, nitpick you all the time. VDPs. Maybe you have a VDP that's a drama queen. I mean, there can be drama kings too. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, huh? I mean, it's every time you're around them, something's always happening. It's just drama. I mean, every time. I almost died. You said that yesterday too. You know what I mean? Just drama. Just drama. You won't believe what happened. Every time you're just like drama. It's just chaos. Drama. It's every time you're on, there's just drama going on. You're like, drama. Every time you just go, get around the drama. They're going to have drama. VDPs. Maybe you, your VDP is what I call the blamer. And they blame everybody else for why their life is not going good, and especially you. And they just always blame why it's not going good. If you would have just been there for me, it's your fault. So I was counting on you. I mean, they're just the blamer, and they just start sucking the life out of you. There's another VBP in there, VDP. They're not the blamer, but they're the gamer. You got anybody in your life that's always running games on you? They're always scheming. You got to always kind of watch out for them. They, they slick talk. You know, they're always nice, but you know they, they got some weird, weird motives. You're always trying to figure out, like, why you say that? Why you being nice? You know what I mean? They're just always running game, the gamer. And then the, another VDP is the taker. There are some people in life, they always take and they never give. You can use another name would be called the user. There's always use. They always use you. They always use. They don't ever give back. They always use. They always use. They're just a taker, but they never give. They're VDPs. There's another VDP, and that's the insecure. And we all struggle with insecurity in one way or another, but there are some people that are just overly insecure, kind of like the video you just saw. You know what I mean? You know, you just talked to them three minutes ago, and they call you back. You still like me? We still friends? Everything cool? Man, I just, I just texted you. Why aren't you responding to my text? You're like, man, I'm on the toilet. It's been three minutes, bro. It's cool. It's cool. I'm going to get back with you. Just insecure. You like me? You love me? Is everything cool? Everything? Just insecure. Another, another VDP is the one-upper. The one-upper. You ever have anybody in your life that no matter what you do, they can always one-up it? We just got back from this awesome vacation as a family. It was incredible. We went to this exotic place. Oh, yeah, we've been there before. Let me tell you about it. Yeah, yeah that is nothing. Let me tell you about it. You're like, man, let me tell you, I just had a great day at work. You won't believe what just happened. This happened to me at work. Oh, yeah, that happened to me last week. Let me tell you about it. I mean, and no matter what you do, yeah, we've been out looking for houses in this neighborhood. Oh, yeah, we looked there last week. I mean, you just, no matter what you do, they're going to one-up you. V-D-P's. And another VDP is what I call the talker. And the talker is real interesting because the talker, they are VDPs because they do all the talking. You have to do all the listening. And there's talk and they talk. And the thing about VDPs, the, these, these kind of folks, these talkers, is when, when you're a very draining person and you're the talker, you don't realize that people don't want to listen to you. And you don't, you, you don't look and notice cues people give you because you just talk. But people are like giving you clues like, would you stop? I don't want to listen no more. But they just keep on talking. They just keep on talking. They just keep on talking. They're just like, you're like, your eyes are getting heavy. They just keep on talking. 
It's gonna, they're not going to stop. They don't care. I mean, you know, I've done this before. This is a true story. When I was traveling full-time before we started People's Church, I was preaching at this particular church, and this pastor was the talker. And it, man, we was after service. I was there for a Sunday through Wednesday revival, and he talked, and he talked. Church service was over that night, and we had got something to eat, and he was talking, and he was talking. And I'm giving all the clues, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's not picking up on nothing. Brother gets up. I get up. You know what I mean? And just kind of start, you know how you start doing body language, like leaning, you know what I mean? Take a step this way, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't getting it. He was following me. This is true story. He's following me, talking. I walk outside to the car. He follows me. He's talking. I'm thinking he's going to get it, man. I'm at the car now, you know, I'm yawning, you know. He doesn't care. He just talked. No, no, this is a true story. I walk to the driver's side. I get in the car. He gets in the passenger side. <laughs> true story. That brother was a VDP. I don't know who his wife was. God bless her. VDPs, VDPs, VDPs. There are some VDPs, they're know-it-alls. You ever met a know-it-all? They know it all about everything. You talk about wrenches. Oh, yeah, let me tell you about wrenches, child. You talk about bread. Oh, let me tell you about Wonder Bread, white bread, brown bread, yellow bread. I, can tell you. I mean, they just know everything. They just, they just know it all. They drain you. There are some people, they're, they're draining because they're the volcano, and you never know when they're going to erupt. And when you deal with volcano people, you got to walk on eggshells. Got to watch what you say, because if you say the one wrong thing, oh, they're going to be mad, they're going to blow up, they're going to go off, they're not going to like you no more, and you're just always on extra. They're VDPs. The right relationships will push you forward. The wrong relationships will pull you backwards. Let me share a second thought with you. We're looking at VDPs. First, be careful who you partner with, and Samson partnered with the wrong lady. Her name was... Delilah. A second thought is this. Draining people will wear you out. Draining people will wear you out. Notice this in Judges chapter 16 and verse number 15. It says, then Delilah pouted. How can you tell me I love you when you don't share your secrets with me? You have made fun of me these three times now, and you still haven't told me that what makes you so strong. Now, verse 16 just jumped out at me this week in a fresh way. Check this out. It says, she tormented him. That's some strong language. She tormented him. I mean, just wearing him out, with, tormenting him with her nagging day after day, just day after day. Day after day. Day after day. And it goes on to say this, until he was sick to death of it. VDPs. Sick to death. Friends, can I tell you that draining people will wear you down emotionally. They will wear you down mentally. They will wear you down physically. They will wear you down relationally. They will wear you down spiritually. They can even make you literally sick to death. You start to feel tired. You start to feel drained. You feel like you don't have any energy. You become irritable. You don't feel like spending time with family. You don't feel like spending time with close friends. You get depressed. You avoid people. Beware! Draining people can wear you out. 
She tormented him day after day, nagging day after day until he was tired to death. A third thought I want to share with you, we're looking at VDPs, VDPs. The third thought is when you're drained, you become reckless. You become reckless. Look at this with me in Judges chapter 16 and verse number 17. The scripture says, finally, that's a very interesting word. Finally. Uh, She wore him down so much that finally Samson shared his secret with her because he was drained. He said, my hair has never been cut, he confessed, for I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me, and I would become as weak as anyone else. Delilah realized he had finally, finally drained, finally told her the truth. So she sent for the Philistine rulers, come back one more time. She said, for he has finally, I've been working him over draining him. Finally told me his secret. So the Philistine rulers returned with money in their hands. Delilah, notice this, Delilah lulled Samson to sleep with his head in her lap. I mean, think about this. The first three times Samson tells her a story that's not true about how to lose his strength. Each time she, she ties him up, she puts the fabric in his hair, she puts new rope around him, she puts the, she, she, she puts the, the fresh bowstrings around him. I mean, three different times she's tried to, to take Samson's strength away. And the Bible says that Samson falls asleep. She lulls him to sleep in her lap. Can I tell you, when you get drained, you get reckless? You get reckless. She's already done it to you three times, and you fall asleep in her lap. The Scripture goes on to say, and then she called in a man to shave off the seven locks of his hair. In this way, in this way, she began to bring him down, draining him. And his strength left him draining. Friends, when you're drained, you become reckless. You start doing things you wouldn't normally do. You start saying things you wouldn't normally say. You start going places you wouldn't normally go. You start hanging around people you wouldn't normally hang around. You start sleeping places you wouldn't normally sleep. You get careless when you're, when you're drained. You start making bad judgment calls in life. Listen, can I tell you, when you're drained, easy decisions become hard decisions. Just ask Samson. I mean, when you read the story of Samson, three different times he tells her a, a, a false story and she does what he tells her. And all of us are thinking, Samson, watch out. Come on, man. That girl is poison. I'm telling you, bro, this is not good. This is not good, bro. What are you doing? Watch out. This is an easy decision. But when you're tired and you're drained mentally, Emotionally, physically, spiritually, easy decisions become hard decisions. You mentally become impaired when you're drained and you fall asleep in the lap of the enemy. Reckless. There's a fourth thing I want you to see. Drain, 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 drain. A fourth thing I want you to see. Drained, reckless people get into trouble. 
Check this out. Samson, Judges chapter 16, verse 20 says, Then she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. When he woke up, he thought, I will do as before and shake myself free. But he didn't realize the Lord had left him. Trouble! He's spiritually drained and doesn't even know it. The Lord's not even with him. He's drifted so far from God, he doesn't even know it. Spiritually drained. You get into trouble when you get drained, you get reckless and get into trouble. Verse 21 says, so the Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes. Trouble! He's physically drained, not only spiritually drained, he's physically drained. He loses his eyesight, he falls into trouble, physically, physically drained. Scripture goes on to say, they took him to Gaza where he was bound with bronze chains and forced to grind grain in the prison. He's treated like a wild animal and they chain him up. He's mentally drained. He's treated like an animal, doesn't need his mind. You're just forced to grind. You're going to put these chains around you. Not only spiritually drained and physically drained, he's mentally drained. Listen, when people get drained, they get into trouble. Some of you are there. You're drained emotionally, physically, mentally, relationally, spiritually. You're drained. And friends, when you become spiritually drained, you start drifting from God. And the scary thing is people don't even know it. They drift and drift. Other people can see it. They don't even know it. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's good. It's good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And Samson didn't even know. He didn't even know. He didn't even know. People start cheating and lying and causing trouble. They don't even, they, they, they can't, we see it all the time in our world. People do things, you're like, why did you do that? Didn't you see that wasn't going to work out for you? But when you're tired, you're not sharp, you don't think right. You start making all kinds of decisions to get your life in trouble. You start flirting and having that affair with that lady, with that man, and you end up leaving your family because you, you don't even think, you're drained. You start doing goofy, crazy stuff because you're not thinking right. You're, you're drained. You get drained, you, you lose your sharpness. People leave a good job for no reason. I mean, you, you've seen that. I've seen it before. You're like, why did you quit? That was a good job. Why you just don't, you don't, and you're like, it, what they tell you didn't make any sense. But to them, it makes a lot of sense. But when you're drained, you don't think right, and you do things that get your life in trouble. You start saying crazy things to people who actually love you, and you start hurting them and pushing them away. Because when you're drained, you get yourself into trouble. You start wrecking your life. You get addicted. Drained people get into major trouble. Just ask Samson. He didn't know the Lord was with him. His eyes got gouged out. He was physically drained. He was chained like a wild animal. He was mentally drained. Say, Pastor, what do you do when you're dealing with VDP kind of people? Because you've convinced me, Pastor, I'm drained. What do I do? Let me share some thoughts with you today. The first thought is this. How do you deal with a VDP person who's draining you, sucking the life out of you? Number one, distance yourself from draining people. Distance yourself. Samson, you know what he should have done? He should have distanced himself from Delilah. Matter of fact, let me make another statement here. Samson should have never hooked up with Delilah. The Bible says she was a Philistine woman. She had a whole different belief system. She didn't believe in God. She didn't believe in Jehovah. He was supposed to be killing the Philistines, attacking them, not marrying them, not hooking up, with, not dating them. So he shouldn't even hooked up with her. But when he did hook up with her, 
when he did make the bad decision, surely after the first or second time when he told her and she actually did what he said, surely he would have thought, this is not good, man. I got to quit hanging out with her. She is wearing me out. I'm tired. I'm drained. And Samson should have distanced himself from Delilah. And some of you need to put distance between you and the drainer before you get yourself into a world of trouble. The scripture says this in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. I shared it with you in the introduction. It says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools. Surround yourself with fools. Hang out with fools. Be best friends with fools and get in trouble. It may be a foolish, draining coworker. It may be a foolish, draining neighbor. It may be a foolish, draining student at your school. It may be a foolish, draining family member. But friends, can I tell you, let me say this. I think it's very important for me to just slide this in. I'm not talking about distancing yourself from God-ordained relationships. You can't distance yourself from your spouse because they're on your nerves. You can't distance yourself from your 13-year-old teenager because they're acting like a know-it-all. No, no, that's a God-ordained. Work that out, baby. Work that out. That's God-ordained. You got to work that out. It may be a strain right now. Maybe you need to uh, go to one of our small group leaders or even perhaps one of our pastors and just get some wisdom. Perhaps the relationship is so strained that maybe you even need some professional help and you ought to go to a Christian counselor, somebody who loves the Lord and believes in biblical values that can help you walk through the situation you're dealing with. But I'm not telling you or advocating that you ought to distance yourself from from God-ordained relationships. But when you're being drained by a co-worker, you're being drained by by a friend. You're being drained by a business relationship. You're being drained by a distant relative, and you know your life is headed for trouble. You need to put some distance between them and you. Let me just give you some insight here. Here's a thought I want you to write down if you're a note taker. The thought is this. You may need to distance yourself for a season so you can get re-energized. I'm not advocating that, you know, you're just like, I'm getting rid of all my friends. This is the word I needed. I'm just done. Done, D-O-N-E. No, 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 no. There are some people that are VDPs, and you're, they're draining you dry. And you may need to distance yourself for a season so you can get re-energized. Now, word, word of wisdom, don't go tell them that you're distancing yourself from them. Some of you kind of ignorant like that. Amen. I love you now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to tell them. Let me. Pastor said, you are VDP. No. That's not going to work out for you. You're going to cause yourself more trouble than help. So you don't got to go tell somebody you distance yourself, but you know in your mind and your heart, this relationship is going to look different for the next several weeks, for the next several months, for the next several years, because you are draining me. I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my energy. I'm, lo- I'm not the same husband, father, mother, wife. I'm not the same person, human being, student. I got to just get some distance so I can re-energize myself. Can I tell you that you are no good to people when you're drained? You're no good to people when you're tired. You're no good to people when you're sick and you're in and out the doctor's office because you're wore out. When withdrawals exceed deposits, emotional bankruptcy is inevitable no matter how much you love them or love God. There'll come a point when you have nothing left to give and you got to distance yourself for a season 
so you can gain, regain strength. The Bible says it like this, to wait upon the Lord, and he will renew your strength. And sometimes you need to get your strength re- renewed and so you can engage back into a relationship with the VDP, but you're not going to let them drain you dry or you become reckless and get your life into trouble. There's a second thought I want to share with you here regarding how to deal with a draining VDP, and that is this, don't play God. Don't play God. Listen, you can help carry someone's burden, but you can't carry their entire load. The Bible says this in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And we need to do that as Christians, as followers of Jesus. We need to carry each other's burdens. You need to carry mine, you need to help carry yours. Sometimes, can I tell you that we are the VDP? Some of you keep thinking about everybody else. Like, oh, this is good. And you are the VDP. Everybody around you going, you don't even know it. It's you. You don't even have a clue. But thank God they're helping carry your burden. You know, praise the Lord. You're carrying their burden. So we, ca- we need to help carry each other's burdens. But listen, you can help carry someone's burdens, but you can't carry their entire load. You're not God. And some draining people will try to get you to carry their entire load. You know what they do? Some draining people make you feel like their success or failure rides entirely on you. And they'll drain you. They're like, you got to carry my load. Come on, I need you to help me financially. I need you. Help me make my car payment. Help me make my rent payment. I know I asked you last month. It's going to be last month. Come on, man, help me. You know, little, little Juju needs some new shoes for soccer. Come on, I just need you to help me. I won't mess with you no more. Next month, oh, come on, man, it's my light bill. Just one more time. Come on. And, why are you not going to give me no money? How are you going to do me like this? VDPs. My success or failure depends on you. My relational load. People will make you feel like I can't make it without you. Listen, you're my best friend. You got to be there all the time for me. I don't care. Listen, I know I called you at one and you at work, but listen, I need you. You got to talk to me. I need to talk for an hour. You're like, I'm going to lose my job. Listen, I just need you. you listen, I'm, I'm, I need you. I'm, I'm not going to make it. If you, don't, if you hang up, I'm not going to They're all coming to your house at 10 o'clock at night, every night. Like, I, I just need you to talk to me. I need you to talk. I just need you to be there for me. I just need you. Like, I got to go to sleep. I got kids. I got to get some. I just, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it without you. You can't be God for people. Some people try to get you to carry their emotional load. I'm an emotional wreck. I'm depressed. I can't make it. I got to have you. You got to be my savior. You got to help me. And their success or failure, you start feeling like it rides on you. And listen, you are not God. You can help carry somebody's burdens, but you can't carry their entire load. And if you try to be God for someone, you're going to drop their load on you. You're going to drop it on your family. You're going to drop it on your career. You're going to drop it on your own health because God never wired you to be God. He's God. You can't play God. You can't play God. You can't play God. The third thing is this. The third thing I want to share with you, how to deal with VDPs, and that is this. Connect with life-giving people. Connect with life-giving people. The Scripture says in Judges 16 and verse 22, but before long... His hair began to grow back. I love this scripture. I just love, love, love this scripture. Samson was forced to put distance between him and Delilah, and he started to get his strength back. 
His hair, the Bible says, started to grow again. And some of you need your hair to grow again. You're worn out. You're tired. You're drained emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally. And you need some strength. You need some encouragement. You need some people to deposit in you and quit just withdrawing out of you. And the scripture says in Proverbs 27, verse 17, I use it in the introduction. I want to bring it, bring it back as I wrap up today. The scripture says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Do you have any iron sharpen iron relationships? You see, if you're going to be a success because, listen, who you surround yourself will determine your success or failure in life. And you got to start surrounding yourself with people of peace and not just drama queens. Can I tell you, your pastor, I deal with drama queens. I deal with drama kings. I can handle it. But can I tell you, I've got to disconnect sometimes, and i got to be around people who are people of peace. People of chaos just mess me up. They make me tired. I'm just like, you... And so I got to have some people of peace. And I got some great Christian friends who are people of peace, who don't have chaos going on all the time, 24-7, that I can get re-energized and get my energy but energy level back up so I can go back in the battle and help other people. But listen, you got to be around some people that are positive and not just negative people all the time that are just sucking you dry. The glass is half empty. You can't do it. You'll never make it. You'll never be a success. You can't make that happen. You got to be around some people that are life-giving that says you can make it. You can do it. They're positive people. You got to be, you can't just be around life-sucking people. You got to be around life-giving people. You need to have some iron-sharpened iron relationships. Do you have that in your life? And I believe the best place to find it is the local church. I really believe this with all of our heart. The local church is the hope of the world. We are the body of Christ, and we need one another. And this five-week challenge we just laid out, this Life Together challenge beginning September the 8th, would you commit for five weeks? We're not asking you for 10 weeks for the rest of the year. We're not asking you all of next year. It's a short commitment. Would you for the next five weeks make a commitment to get in a small group and to build some relationships with people who are life-given? Some of you, as you look around at your life, you don't have a relationship like that that's centered around the Lord Jesus Christ. And you need it. I need it. We all need it. I want to encourage you today to grab this community group card, this iron sharpened iron card, and fill it out. Let us know what kind of group you're interested in. Maybe you want to start a group. Maybe there's a group on here you want to start that's not even on here. I want you to come on September the 8th at 5 o'clock. We got free food. Eat some food and some chips and some cookies. But make some friends. Make some friends. Here's what I know. As I study the Scripture, here's what I know. The wrong relationships will pull you backwards. And the right relationships will push you forward.